0: You are listening to the official podcast of Salem Tabernacle in Beacon, New York, a community of people devoted to experiencing life as God meant it to be. Good morning, Salem Tabernacle. This is Pastor Bill. Happy Lent. Happy March. Not what we all expected, but certainly we are prepared. Um, it breaks my heart to not physically be with you on this Sunday morning, um, but we are doing our very best to comply with local, state and federal government regulations and we are also doing our best to love our neighbor as ourselves. There are many among us who are high risk. Uh, certain people can afford to contract this virus uh, more than others. And we want to make sure that we're doing our best to keep our church safe, keep the elderly among us safe, those with pre-existing conditions, people who have to work, people who can't afford to be off work. We just want to do our best to love our neighbor as ourself and come together as a family on a different level. I'm happy to have you on this podcast. I'm happy that we have technology to be able to pull these kinds of things off I'm going to open in prayer, and then what we're going to do is we're going to go through Mark chapter one, verses one through thirteen. Um, if you did the daily office together, somebody has read this text already. I'm going to just expound on it a little bit. I'm going to talk to us about what we're dealing with today, and you know we're going to hope that you know after this is done, you'll have some discussions and that you'll see this Sunday as a unique, memorable. Sunday that we kind of do like the people of Israel and put down stones and and tell our kids about a time such as this where God brought us through something that we're all dealing with for the first time in in reality. And so if you would, uh, just bow your heads at home, hold the hand of the person next to you if it's sanitized, and let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you in spirit and in truth we know that we love to be in church on a sunday morning and we pray that we would be the church that in the holy spirit we would feel connected to each other i lift up those father god who are lonely today who truly come to church for that social contact for that hug for that handshake for that pleasant hello who who need that today and are not getting it i pray holy spirit that you would be all the things That we would normally be getting in church today. I pray that you would be that for us, especially those among us who need it most, and that we would all feel loved by you, held by you, seen and known by you, forgiven by you, restored by you, made well by you. Uh, And we also lift up our community. Uh, Lord, we don't have any answers. We just pray, Holy Spirit, that you would hover over everyone and that you would bring this to a decisive end, that we would be back in church soon, and that we would not lose any momentum. And that we would continue to pursue the kingdom of God and your righteousness. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And everybody said, Amen. Salem, if I sound a little weird or off, it's just because I am an extrovert and there is nothing about this that feels normal to me. I normally like to hear you shout Amen and I get upset when I don't hear it. And right now, this is all I'm hearing. Terrible for me. I feel like a radio host. I have this microphone in front of my face. Can't see anybody. Uh, as an Italian extrovert, this is awful. But I'm also excited because I know somebody's listening. So like I said, if I sound a little odd, just uh, bear with me here. This is a new social experience for me. Let's, uh, let's jump into the Gospel of Mark. We're going to start with chapters uh, 1, uh, verses 1 through 3. The beginning of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in Isaiah the prophet, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. I want to start by saying that this is the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Uh, in the Gospel of John, we hear the phrase, In the beginning was the word. In first John we hear the phrase, that which was from the beginning. And obviously, in Genesis, we hear the phrase, in the beginning. And if you go back to Genesis, what you have is you have Adam's family. You have the beginning of the story of God and his people, and Adam is created, and they fall apart, and the family becomes very fractured and breaks, and the whole narrative of Scripture is us falling And being promised that somebody's going to come with a new beginning. And Mark starts his gospel off with the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And I want us all to know, Salem, that we are part of this family of Christ, not Adam's family. And I want you to know as a church what I'm the most proud of, what I take the most pride in with Salem Tabernacle and who we are is we are a gigantic living room. We are a family that comes together and loves each other in extraordinary ways. And I want everyone to know, I truly believe that we are a part of this beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We are a part of this new family that doesn't just get it right moving forward, but this new family, this beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ family called the church, called Salem Tabernacle. We are also the kind of family that doesn't just get it right moving forward, but our beginning, this beginning of Jesus, reaches back to the old beginning and even makes all things new. Our voice must be heard in wilderness times. This was the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Salem, we are in a wilderness time right now. Life has slowed down. Life is different. Life doesn't grow right now the way it normally does. Our rhythms aren't the way they normally are. The sounds that we hear are not the sounds that we normally hear. The content we read, the 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 report that we're hearing, this is a trying time emotionally for some, very much so physically for some, financially. Uh, Mom and Dad, if you got a bunch of kids home for the next two weeks, prayers and blessings and. If I could just claim holy oil to be poured on your house in the name of Jesus, I'm praying for you right now. Godspeed. Um, this is a trying time for everybody. And I truly believe that this could be an opportunity for us to be a voice crying out in the wilderness. Uh, prepare the way of the Lord. We can show the world uh, during this time, whether it's two weeks or a month or six months, whatever, however long it is, however long this lasts, we can be a voice in these dark wilderness times that bring streams in the desert, light in the darkness, salt to the flavorless. We can do this. I believe, Salem, that you are capable of doing this. This does not have to be something we get through. This can be something that we absolutely thrive and and make our own and really own it and and bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to bear in dark times. I want us to be lighthearted. I want us to have some humor about us. I want us to be the kinds of people who understand the gravity of the situation, but also understand the gravity of our, of our father in heaven and Jesus and the Holy spirit. And let's not forget to laugh. Let's not forget to joke. Let's not forget to tell some funny stories. Let's not forget, you know, to have some people over your house, uh, if it's safe for you to do so. And, Break bread and enjoy yourselves like let's be different. Let's be the kinds of people who if we're worried We deal with it with each other And what we present to the world is not lying But what we present to the world is faith hope and love And we realize god is our source. He's the source of our body. He's the source of this country He's the source of this church. He's the source of your income. He's the source of your family's health and well-being And we're just going to trust him. We won't have all the answers, but we know, we know that the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ also means that the end is going to be the gospel of Jesus Christ to the glory of the Father. And everybody said, amen. Amen. Moving forward, verses four through eight. John appeared baptizing in the wilderness and proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And all the country of Judea and all Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair and wore a leather belt around his waist and ate locusts and wild honey. John desperately needs a nutritionist and a stylist, I'm not going to lie. And he preached saying, after me comes he who is mightier than I, the strap of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I have baptized you with water. But he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Just going to fix my microphone here. I apologize. This virus is slowing us down. We know this. It's slowing us down. And wilderness life is slow life. We prepare for Jesus in places that we don't like. Because Jesus happens everywhere. Jesus doesn't just happen in the good. He also happens in the bad. And this is a time for us to know that wilderness life is slowing us down. It's changing our rhythms. And so slow down with it. Don't have normal expectation. Don't try and force the normal into the abnormal. That's a mistake that we all often make. Uh, You know, I know people who, you know, were married for a while and they didn't have kids. And then they start having kids. And what they try to do is they try to force their previous life of not having children into their new life of having children. And we all know if you have kids, this doesn't work. You have to change everything, your expectations, what you want, what you desire, what, what is the good life changes uh, when you have children. And we need to change with this. We can't try to force our normal life into this scenario, but this is freedom. This is exciting. This is a chance for us to say, listen, I'm going to be free enough to, to try something new to live a little different, to think a little different, to, to go along with what's happening and, and mark all the places where the Holy Spirit reveals Christ. Our Lent, our Lent motto is becoming more aware of his presence. And what better time than to become aware of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ right smack in the middle of a wilderness season. I want to say this. Like John Let's be the kinds of people, Salem Tabernacle, who defer our mightiness to Jesus. One is coming after me who is mightier than I. Let's not act like we got this. Let's not act like, you know, we we can handle it. Let's act like we can't handle it. Let's act like we don't got this, but let's act like people who know the person who does. I hope somebody just said amen. I hope somebody just slapped somebody right across the side of the face when I said that. I wish I could see you right now. Somebody say amen for me. Let's be the kinds of people who who basically are like my favorite night of the year, Christmas Eve night. Just before you go to bed on Christmas Eve when I was growing up, your parents would say to you, there's going to be presents in the morning. And you knew, you knew that that phrase, there's going to be presents in the morning, that wasn't good enough. I needed it to be morning. Uh, Opening the present and seeing it is better than hearing the phrase, There's going to be presence in the morning. However, hear what I'm about to say. The phrase, there's going to be presence in the morning, gets you through the night. It gets you through the night. Salem, church, anyone listening to this in this dark time, our role is to not get people through the night. Our role is to tell them that there's going to be presence in the morning. That something is going to come of this where you're going to experience God no matter how bad it is. There's going to be presence in the morning. And let's have our announcement be that God's got this. Even if it seems like he doesn't, even if we can't adequately describe how he does, our job is just to say, I know it's dark. I know weeping may endure for the night. But joy, presence, surprise, glory comes in the morning. Let's defer to Jesus together. Let's make him better than we are. Let's join his betterness to make up my own words, like I have been this entire podcast. Verse 9, Mark 1, verse 9. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And when he came up out of the water, immediately he saw the heavens being torn open and the spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, you are my beloved son. With you, I am well pleased. Jesus' life opens what we can't open. It tears what we can't tear. It reveals a sound that we can't make. Yes, you could go out to the wilderness. Yes, you could go to the Jordan. But until Jesus shows up, Heaven won't be torn open, the voice of God won't be heard, and the spirit won't be seen and felt. I want everybody to know that Jesus has already ventured into the climate that we're in right now with this virus. Jesus has already gone into the battleground. He's already gone into the darkness and he's torn heaven open so that we can see it. He has revealed the voice of the Father so we can hear it. He has graciously bestowed upon us the river of living water who is the holy spirit so that we in this dark time can be the family of god bringing good news to the world if there's something in your life that needs to be torn open jesus can do it if there's something in your life that needs to be revealed jesus can do it and then not only did he tear the heavens but he also ends up tearing his own flesh and invites us into his life He opens his flesh on the cross and invites us into his life so that we can become more aware of his presence, even in the wilderness, even in the darkness. Salem, there are so many. I want that there are so many in darkness today. There are so many in darkness and in fear and in anxiety and in panic. And what I want so badly for us is I want us to text, call group message, email, FaceTime. Again, if you're not high risk and it's safe to do so, get together, break bread, pour some drinks, have a good time, love each other during this time. Don't forget the elderly. Don't forget those in need. If you're running to the grocery store and you know that there's somebody who is high risk and it's probably better for them not to go, call them and ask them if you could pick up a few things for them. Consider the interests of others above that of your own. It's a wild time, but we can reveal the light of the church, maybe more now than even sometimes on Sundays when we all come to this house that I'm sitting in right now and gather. That's great, and we should do that, and I can't wait to do it again. But now that we can't, let's go out there, and as corny as this sounds, let's be the Sunday morning gathering. Let's be the Eucharistic presence of God. Let's offer ourselves for the life of the world around us. This Sunday's lectionary was supposed to be the story in John 4 of the woman at the well. At one point in the story, the woman says to Jesus, I know that your people say it's on this mountain and in Jerusalem where we're supposed to worship. And Jesus says to the woman, The hour has come where neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father, but you will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. That was supposed to be said today. And I can say, yeah, I can't wait to get back to Salem Tabernacle on a Sunday, but God is saying to us right now, it's not just in Salem Tabernacle that we worship, but we worship him in spirit and in truth. So let's be like that woman who, upon hearing Jesus, left her water jar of predictability and rhythm at the well and ran into the city to tell everyone about this man, this Christ, this Messiah that she met. Maybe more people come to church because we reach out to our communities and those around us with all the technology we have to keep it safe. We reach out better because we're paying attention. We're under attack. There's tension on our life right now, and this is when the church rises up. She became the water for the people. Salem, like the rock in the wilderness, we might feel a little struck right now, but when we're struck, water gushes out. And it finally ends with this, verses 12 and 13. The spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. And he was in the wilderness 40 days being tempted by Satan. And he was with the wild animals and the angels were ministering to him. I want to focus on that last part. The angels were ministering to him. Jesus got ministered to by angels. The Greek word there is the word that we now use for deacons. Angels came and deaconed unto him. Jesus does not need people to minister to him. This means that when Jesus is ministered to, it's not out of need. It's because being ministered to makes you the most human. It is the good life. Jesus doesn't get ministered to because he needs it. He gets ministered to because he's revealing to us that a life where we need ministry is the best life. You need ministry. I need ministry. The people that we're not with today need ministry. Let's do that. It can be a phone call. It can be a card. There are people who are alone in the hospital. There are people who are alone in nursing homes right now. We can't go. We might not be able to visit, but we can text. We can call. We can say, I love you. We can send a card. Salem, let's do this. Let's be Jesus in this dark time. I want to pray for us now. And I I want to tell you that as (laughs) As awkward as this is for me, I feel a connection with you right now. I feel, I feel like we're together, and I know that's the sacramental presence of a very powerful God. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this church, this amazing church, that even though I'm sitting in my office alone, I can close my eyes right now and see everybody's face, everybody's story, everyone that I know, everyone that we know. We're all together because if we're in you, then we're all together because your presence is here. And so we ask, Lord Jesus, that you would help us be the voice crying out in the wilderness, that you would help us be streams of living water, that you would help us administer the power of the Holy Spirit to a world that needs it around us, that we wouldn't get lax, that we wouldn't get lazy, that we wouldn't see this as a vacation from church, but as a new and creative and amazingly dynamic way to be the church. I pray this over every home, I pray that real healing, real deliverance, and even salvation would come. You promised to restore our families to us this year. And I ask for anyone who even feels a little burnt by the church, that this time would be a time of rejuvenating the love of God for the house of God. In your name we pray. Amen. Salem, I just want to also thank you for continuing to give faithfully as much as we don't like to talk about money. We do know that it keeps the organization going. It helps us have resources for people at a time like this. And when we come back, we want to be able to come back strong, not skip a beat. You know, we're praying that we can hit Easter hard and and, and celebrate the resurrection together again in the sanctuary, hopefully before that. But we just ask that you visit us, uh, www.salemtabernacle.com. On the upper right-hand corner, you can click Give very self-explanatory you could mail you know checks in if you need to with your tithes and offerings but again i'm owning this one salem we we give god the first fruit of our pay and i'm asking that you continue to do that faithfully i trust you i believe you will but we want to get through this on every single level imaginable and get it done right salem i love you i praise god for you i never cease to give thanks for you in my prayers I'm sure we will be chatting. I'm sure I will be blowing up your inbox with all kinds of emails and announcements. I love you all so much. Have a blessed day. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Salem Tabernacle podcast. For more information about us, including gathering times and our location, check us out online at SalemTabernacle.com.